Hey folks, just a note at the beginning of this uh, recording, uh, we didn't get Christy's correct microphone, so her mic quality is not the best, but it improves as the episode goes on. Otherwise, enjoy. Last time on Sign. It is the second day in our adventure only. It is a bright, sunny Tuesday. And you find yourselves, after the chaotic events of the Monday, uh, having to escape a town uh, due to a civil strife, to being attacked at night via uh, zealots and uh, roaming xenos called klaxons, um, and sustaining some heavy injury uh, or some traumatic experience for sure, uh, you got a, a very welcome, could be called generously, a reset as a, a new day starts, a very beautiful day as mentioned to the uh, hunting, not town, it's just a couple of buildings, but clearly uh, the home of a faction called the Broadheads, which are clearly uh, hunters, Xeno hunters, uh, looking to hunt the wild game and probably sell uh, whatever goods uh, come of that game. Um, And uh, yeah, the uh, urgent thing that you saw too, of course, uh, was Jonas's uh, injury, uh, who you've definitely been stabilized, Jonas, and you're beginning healing. But it's still a major injury, meaning that it still uh, needs to be considered in your actions. And if uh, you, uh, you know, overexert yourself, it's going to be opened up once again and cause you more strife. But over time, of course, like all injuries, even faster in the sign universe a little bit, uh, it will heal. Um, Yeah, uh, you had a good connection. Uh, Even the uh, episode before, you talked about all sticking together for the sake of Sarah, more or less, and also the um, idea of there's not many better options of where to go. But uh, over last night, you talked about death, uh, tried to broach the subject with Sarah about killing someone, what that's like. And in the morning, Fenriel broached uh, with Jonas the very idea of um, questioning what is he doing? Has he best prepared his kid uh, to exist in this dangerous lifestyle? Uh, Clearly, evidently, a dangerous lifestyle. Uh, So perhaps there will be some ramifications from that. But most immediately, uh, you know, uh, we will uh, probably pick up with um, Alexi and uh, Fenril, who are outside uh, the good-natured Wilma, the uh, physician, makeshift physician uh, house on the road. Uh, after we've met Vikram, uh, who is a broadhead, seems like an organizer of this hunting team, uh, doing some uh, targeting practice. He's offering to buy you both a breakfast, uh, you know, if you want a second breakfast, mm. uh, which is very popular in some places of the world. Um, uh, but like uh, yeah. Earth. Indeed. Um, well, then we'll set with a, we'll start with a new uh, place setting here as, uh, you know, uh, again, we start off this episode with another uh, round of firing uh, mm. as we establish at Fenriel, you hit a can. Uh, Willoughby, uh, one of the remarkably lesser sharpshooters, managed to hit the shore, not the lake. So progress. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> after this, uh, Vikram makes his offer uh, to uh, take you both to what he gestures is called the Cornerstone, which is uh, a more extensive house uh, besides uh, Wil- Wilma's house uh, with some boats and cars that constellate around it uh, to buy you uh, breakfast there. As uh, if you're both following, uh, Vikram kind of holds open the uh, door. Uh, to uh, what he calls the cornerstone, uh, this kind of, uh, you know, building a tavern, armory, uh, living quarters, kind of all in one uh, structure. 
Uh, and you pass uh, this one figure who doesn't look very active, who I mentioned at the tail end of last episode. It is a woman in her mid-twenties, uh, pretty well uh, geared compared to the rest of Rodheads you've seen, not kind of ramshackled furs and leathers and that kind of thing. It seems to be like almost a, not a suit of leather armor, but like all designed with a purpose and streamlined uh, black braided hair. Uh, seems to be dipping into the liquor really early. It's about 10 a.m., uh, but she uh, has it there and kind of doesn't even look uh, at uh, you three as, um, you know, Vikram holds open the door to you two uh, and looks towards this woman and says, morning, Marixa. Uh, and Marixa just again, just kind of looks uh, forward ahead and just kind of spits. Um, and uh, uh, Vikram just kind of nods at that and, uh, you know, kind of awaits for you two to uh, enter the cornerstone. And Fenrir's going to just, you know, bob her head and say, morning. Uh, she does look at you, uh, and it's kind of a glance of, like, it's not so much she's giving you side-eye, just this whole situation has kind of, you know, uh, ennatured in- her to have a side-eye look. So she's just grumpy in general. Yeah, Alexi just Alexi just enters um, and uh, uh, says uh, to Vikram, um, Thanks again for the offer of a, of a second breakfast. <laughs> it's... Uh... It's always a welcome to get uh, more protein in this uh, big body of mine. Yeah, I'm sure you need it, uh, with all the antics you've been about. Um, as uh, he kind of guides you both through. And uh, actually, at your uh, tail, uh, you would notice, Fenriel, that Marixa, uh, this woman, follows you in uh, at a distance. Um, but like I said, the Cornerstone is a kind of open concept, what used to be like a cottage. Uh, you can see all the rooms. It overlooks a, a lake uh, to the east there. Um, and uh, he heads right towards the uh, bar and kitchen. Um, and uh, he goes on to say, And um, speaking of being active, I'm sure you've both been very active. You mentioned uh, you came from the south, as uh, much of the people uh, have who are joining the Broadheads right now tragedy of what happened to Inverary. Um, then you hear from the bar as you're a table away, um, Rixa, uh, who has somehow procured even more drink, um, kind of turns, uh, swivels on her bar stool and says, Zealots, and if you were more of a man of your word, we'd be going after them and avenging my father. Um, as uh, uh, you see uh, Vikram just kind of shake his head and kind of chuckle a little bit. <laughs> um, this is um, Marixa McCroon uh, over here. She is the, um, well, a long-term uh, member of the uh, Broadheads. Some would even say a founding member, kind of says graciously, and Marixa just mood doesn't change. Um, as I said before, the way that your father died, uh, and Marixa says, like, we don't know that he's dead. I found his rifle. Uh, and by the sound of it, he wouldn't just leave his rifle about, and that was some weeks ago. Um, he's dead, my dear. I'm sorry to say that, and I'm sorry you haven't appreciated my energy as I've come to join the cause, but, uh, sometimes... (sighs) He sighs and scratches his, uh, you know, just, um, beard that's growing fuller in some places, not others. It's best to just swallow the pill and move on um as Merxa shakes her head um and uh says uh kind of as like leaving towards the the lake area here um kind of stops uh near uh Vikram who kind of pauses and seems like he's almost intimidated for a second Mm. 
You're hot now, but it'll pass. It'll pass. As uh, she just kind of walks away. <laughs> Rough tragedy. It uh, brings out the worst in people. Alexi just sort of uh, leans in, uh, I guess, as she's leaving and just says, like, who was her father? Uh, Denal, I believe. He, uh, he'd led the Broadheads, uh, undisputed leader, great hunter by the sound of it, great tracker, great everything, but, um, died about a week and a half ago. In, uh, how? in limestone? Uh, no, sorry, did you say how, my dear? I did. We don't know. That's what's, uh, got Marixa distracted, I suppose. Um, I'm relatively new here, uh, and I found uh, his rifle, didn't know who it belonged to, and I took it for myself, seeing a fine piece of uh, equipment like that, and, um, well, when I brought it back to town, that seemed to uh, signal that um, he has passed on. Not a good entrance on my part, I, I must I must admit, but they did some search parties, and by the look of it, uh, the wilds got him, uh, whether it be uh, klaxons, uh, devil claws, um, <laughs> esper, <laughs> Zealots, most likely. But um, Marixa refuses to believe this. Huh. Interesting. And sad. Very sad. But that's the nature of the worlds these days. Ever since the war unformed. Sadness all around. And in my philosophy, you have to get the laughs while you can. Anyhow, um, must admit, looking greedily at you two, I'm not sure if you've seen a flyer we've been passing around, but we're interesting in recruiting here at the uh, Broadheads, and you two would be welcome additions. A sure shot, pointing at Fenril. A big fucker, pointing at Alexei. I'm sure there's no uh, game that we couldn't catch. And one game in particular, uh, the Sky Whale or the uh, Bellows Beard, uh, that could get us great profit for all. Apparently um, the nature of the uh, hide or the viscera that those things have can clean air around it and detect silver and the like. Um, and it's my aim to, uh, well, hunt it down by the end of the week. Kill the thing. Gather up its parts. At that point, Fenriel, who's been putting some eggs towards her mouth, paused as soon as he said silver. Alright. I'm intrigued. Don't think we all plan to stay here for very long, but I'm intrigued. Where are you planning on going, if I might be so bold to ask? There's not much elsewhere to go unless you're heading back towards Limestone. I, I hear they cut off the east route for this insurrection, and you can't head north. Uh, Westport is haunted, famously, so I'm told. Uh, Apoc, or Remains of the Seer, or who knows what else. So you may very well be stuck here in the wilds for a while. Well, I should go back out there because I left uh, a lot of people with a lot of weapons. And uh, that never usually ends well if left too long. Uh, Alexi, Alexi just sort of says, um, uh, Thanks again for the breakfast. Um, much appreciated. No problem at all, my friend. I uh, hope this will cement uh, good things in the future. Oh, and by the way, if your uh, appetite isn't uh, wetted enough, um, you see for a moment as he's getting up, uh, you know, again, this, uh, you know, I mentioned Vikram's in his 40s, perhaps uh, weathered, scarred, uh, big man. Um, but uh, as he kind of gets up, he does kind of a gesture towards you, Fenrir, with his hand where he flicks his wrist. 
uh, and you just see wind appear and just uh, just blow you back there. And he's like, I'm also a formalist, which uh, sometimes I hear can be very handy. And Fenriel's eyes widen, but she doesn't say anything. She just looks at him. Sorry, it's a bit of a party trick in this kind of situation, (laughs) (laughs) I admit. But I can do more than that. Anyhow, he uh, stretches and uh, whistles towards his two dogs like, I'll be outside if you need me. And uh, he uh, whistles uh, tunelessly and uh, heads out the front door, uh, leaving you two alone. I... He's a formalist? It would seem so. Uh, I have met a few of them in my time. Very useful. I... I've never seen someone just use it so casually. Well, uh, perhaps he has been practicing for a long time. He probably is very comfortable. That kind of power... I need to go. And Fenriel just stands up very abruptly and goes off just to be on her own. Fennec trailing behind her. Alexi just sort of calls after and says like, Okay, meet you back at the house. As he like looks over uh, at her unfinished plate and just kind of like looks around and then like dumps <laughs> it onto his. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, And you both get an inspiration point uh, for the uh, free meal uh, and the information here. Uh, But yeah, uh, Stefan, move on to your question. Uh, I was just curious how, well, I just, I guess I want to decide how my character would react to a formalist, but how rare, like how often would I encounter a formalist in this world? Like, is it like quite a rarity? Uh, Yeah, it can be. Uh, It kind of depends what part of the world you're in. Uh, So, uh, quick, quick rundown. Formless uh, was an ability granted uh, or experimented by with uh, humans after the appearance of stock after the war on form, which involves slivering, which is a process where you actually put some alien material called silver uh, into your body. Uh, and your body tries to cope with uh, silver being a natural energy, uh, even though it is alien, it is also natural. That kind of tends to overheat your body and give it the uh, ability of formalism to control uh, the elements with practice. However, uh, the um, rate of survival over slivering is not high. Uh, it's like 10%, perhaps 10 to 20%. Uh, and it very much depends on how the slivering took place. Uh, this is all to say that it can be rare, but there are even factions, for example, the Fellowship, which is famous on the West Coast, which are like mostly all formless. Um, and you would know, uh, Jonas, that uh, Catalyst, for example, can't be formless mm-hmm. because they're just so hardy uh, by their body makeup that it kind of uh, overshadows the power that right. Silver could give them. Uh, so all to say, um, you know, sometimes rare, sometimes not. But for just like, you know, you grabbed 100 people, uh, maybe like five would be formless. Okay. Maybe. Cool. And they would have degrees of power, uh, which uh, comments on Fenrir's reaction of like, wow, like he did that so easily. Like, yeah, there can be good formless, bad formless. It uh, depends on training and how they took to the uh, slivering. Okay, cool. Yeah, thank you. Mm. Of course. Let's say you. Know, let's say like uh, you know, like the the, kid, the shot goes in quickly, and it's like mid conversation between like Jonas and Wilma, and maybe like Jonas is sitting upright on his like whatever he was lying on, and he has like bandages around his uh, his chest, and he's like holding like a like a cup. You, you can see like a 
maybe the shot is like you see the mouth and then like the like the the heat from the coffee coming up and and you could tell the conversation is just finishing up or something he's like yeah that's that's a good point i guess i guess i i've, I've been used to being alone for so long you know i just want to sometimes i just feel like it's just me it's best to be with me and my little girl but uh you make you raise some good points i guess uh they're, they're good people these these uh this group in these times, a uh, woman says, uh, kindly woman again, kind of uh, older, uh, 60s, perhaps even 70s. In these times, I find that family can be, the status of family rather, can be earned very quickly. You're traveling companions, and I couldn't help but hear that, um, well, criticism, let's call it, mm-hmm. from Fenril about um, how you're taking care of your daughter, but... Those are some of my memories of family, just hmm. telling each other how you really feel. And that's a sign of love. So right. I just, um, well, I, I may be going too far, but just being appreciative of what you've got already around you. Yeah. No, thank you. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll think about everything we've talked about. I, I think I, I'm going to go get some fresh air, but really, thank you. Of course. Uh, I should see you later on today just to, uh, you know, check the wound and probably change your uh, bandages. But I believe the, um, well, the uh, Xeno uh, f- flora, flora, yes, uh, is uh, taking well, and you're you're healing you're healing nicely. But just take it easy. Right. Thanks for thanks for the cup of Joe. And he hands the kind of like, I guess, hem- empty coffee cup back. And uh, I, I think I'm gonna get some quick fresh air. It's been a it's been a day or two, and he just starts heading for the door. Uh, she smiles and. Uh, Let's go there. I'll send an email um, to who do I send it to? To HR. Okay. And I will say, I'm sorry for how we left things. I would really like to try and make amends and repair our relationship. I have some information that might be of interest to you. I can maybe get you some pictures, but whether or not I do, I'll probably need a pickup. And then, where am? Where are we exactly? Uh, Lowboro, uh, which uh, you, you kind of figure out the best thing to say is just north of Inverary, north of north of Limestone, Canada, like Ontario, Canada. I'm, and then she like thinks for a second. I'm up north. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can probably find me once you uh, see a bunch of people shooting some stuff. To varying skill levels. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> yes, they do this every morning at 10 a.m. It is a tradition. <laughs> it is a landmark. Um, but great. Yeah, you send this email. It takes a little longer uh, in this uh, day and age as like, you know, you, you it's kind of like old school internet. She wanders yes, around that. with the laptop <laughs> trying to like lift it into the vest signal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you probably got a booster on your laptop as it is connected <laughs> into it. But yeah, it is exactly that. So it takes a few minutes, but uh, great. Uh, email, email sent. Um, 
And uh, you can expect they would respond. Uh, I mean, if they take your information seriously, why wouldn't they? Uh, even within the day. Great. So I'm going to close that and tuck it back into my bag. And then kind of scour around for whether I think I could find a camera or if someone would have one. Yeah. Uh, so make a... Um, is Are you choosing in terms of like video camera, point and click camera, phone camera? I don't care. I just need something that takes pictures. Great. So yes, I will need an intelligence roll and then probably followed with a luck roll. Mm. Okay. Let's use some inspiration. <laughs> All right. Uh, 13. That's good. In- that's very good intelligence. So uh, please make that luck roll. So smart. Oh, God. <laughs> 19. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Wow. Um, you get a cannon, uh, whatever <laughs> quality, like you just, you get an. <laughs> You get an, a yeah. crazy camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you actually see on the, uh, you know, you went outside, send this email, and as you go on, you're like, okay, next mission camera. You see that part of uh, Wilma's setup here in her house is there's this kind of like on her front porch is a uh, table of like communal items, like, uh, you know, uh, kind of like, uh, like leave a book, take a book, kind of a communal library of items here. Uh, and on it, uh, you do a double take. You're like, holy shit. Uh, depending on what kind of camera you want, Louisa, why <laughs> Louisa, but it seems like you roll very high luck for like Simi <laughs> finding like a rain jacket, like Simi <laughs> finding stuff. a camera. <laughs> yeah, you find like amazing stuff. But with a 19, I'll let you decide uh, the nature of this camera. I feel like all I want is like an Instapix camera <laughs> that shoots out those things with a zoom, oh, like a Polaroid with a zoom on it. <laughs> yeah, Polaroid. Oh, yes. <laughs> sure, uh, and give yourself an inspiration point for rolling a nineteen. Um, and I put a throw the the knife from the dashboard onto the table in in place of the camera. Nice. Good karma. Good karma. Uh, great. So you have this, uh, you know, I'm just going to call it a Polaroid uh, camera uh, here with the zoom function. And it also has uh, a bonus roll of film. So this thing probably has about uh, 30 shots total that it can take. Nice. Uh, Sydney, I actually need you to make a uh, a blind intelligence roll. Just make an intelligence roll. Intelligence or wisdom. Your call. With the 19 luck? Yeah, it's actually unrelated to that. Hmm. Thirteen. Okay, uh, so Cindy, you uh, kind of are like, uh, you know, perhaps uh, smiling or you know, smiling internally, or you know, however Cindy would feel mm-hmm. uh, in this moment. I'm gonna tell you how Cindy feels. That's overstepping <laughs> my my bounds as handler. Um, so, as you're crying uh, because this sucks, and you found a great camera, but uh, you, uh, with that intelligence roll, as you kind of look for the viewfinder, uh, you kind of look towards the road. Um, and as you look towards the road, which you passed uh, last night, you kind of see your car and, uh, you know, uh, in a cinematic sense, the, uh, images of, uh, Havoc, uh, the catalyst that you saw from afar that Alexi, uh, fought, um, you couldn't hear the words, but the intense gaze and, uh, Havoc, the shorter man talking to Alexi, uh, and, uh, kind of, you know, you think about Jonas and Sarah and you look down the road and you wonder, uh, and with the information you researched last night, how close they are to catching up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So Jonas, you would head into the cornerstone, and Alexi is hard to miss. Yeah. <laughs> Alexi, how are you? Um, I think Alexi sort of goes like, "You're awake! That's amazing!" And he like goes over to him and like grabs him by the shoulders. Um, I, 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 yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, sort of like let's go oh, 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 oh. Uh, as uh, as he uh, notices he's hurting him there and says like oh, it's good to see you awake my friend yeah thank you uh, yeah I'm feeling you know somewhat better <laughs> hey uh, the hunting group out there it's interesting eh yes uh you know, not the most skilled group of people I've ever seen, uh, especially that uh, one guy, w- Willoughby, I think his name is. <laughs> but, uh, no, but uh, good, honest hunters, uh, it seems, and uh, potentially a good place for us to make some extra money for our journey. That's uh, that's actually exactly what I was thinking. And you are uh, interrupted, though, as um, this woman that's introduced before, Marixa, mm. uh, kind of yells across the establishment uh, in a very brash manner. Uh, she says, says, "Enforcer, can I speak to you?" Uh, and um, Alexi just sort of uh, says to Jonas, um, hey, "Sit down, uh, make yourself comfortable. I'll be back." Jonas heads to the bar. <laughs> Okay. You see a bartender here, a uh, bald man, looks like in his uh, 30s, uh, pretty well kept. He actually looks kind of the fanciest of everyone you've seen so far. Uh, he actually does have like a tie and a vest on um, as, uh, you know, it's kind of like typical Western bar kind of setup. There are some like, uh, you know, uh, skulls or even uh, taxidermist uh, heads of like creatures around and like some bottles mm-hmm. behind him. Uh, not a fancy bar, but definitely a serviceable bar um, as he kind of smiles uh, towards you. Hey there. Hey, uh, and he like, Jonas kind of like. Choice. Uh, <laughs> hey there. <laughs> hey there, how's it going? Order more Order. of us. We are definitely in Ontario. We're in Ontario. <laughs> this is not Ontario, this is the East Coast more like, eh? Welcome to Tim Hortons. You're, you're cashing out the accents that I can't even really do, but this I say for very minor week. characters. Is this a good time to tell you that next week I won't be able to play because I'll be in Halifax? Or no, this is a terrible time. <laughs> no, that's 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 totally fine. Okay. Cool. Um, but uh, we're distracted by point here. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. E, get back in there. <laughs> he says, "Hey, dare." Um, <laughs> he says, but, "Hey, dare." Uh, <laughs> hey, dare. Yeah. Oop, uh, Jonas, sorry, did I bump into you? <laughs> oh my god! It never <laughs> ends. the bar. Oh, sorry. <laughs> And this guy just dies. He He just pulls a gun and he fucking kills himself. Without without failing, without skipping a beat, another bartender just like comes by. He's dressed the exact same way, drags his body out. Hello. Someone someone flips, like, you know, erases a chalkboard that says number of days since bartenders. (laughs) (laughs) Zero. (laughs) Ah, damn, we're at a Canadian's. (laughs) That's good. So the guy says, hey there, <laughs> you're at the bar. Is this even a scene? Why are we here? I don't know anymore. Oh, no. As uh, you kind of walk towards Marixa, who's just kind of like, uh, you know, the patio uh, door is open and she's kind of on the uh, deck that overlooks uh, the lake on this kind of, you know, cool but sunny spring day. Um, Alexi, no rule needed. Uh, Marixa is uh, tipsy, if not drunk. 
Um, and so that, you know, uh, affects her here. Hmm. She says, I wish to hire you. Really? <laughs> eh, well, then you must know my name first. Alexi, as he extends his hand. Uh, she shakes it, and you can tell, again, because this is kind of slowing down her movement, she's trying to make a show of being uh, strong. Um, as uh, she shakes it there and says, Marissa Macron, I um, think you've already heard from uh, that bastard uh, that my father is um, lost in the woods, and perhaps he is dead, but I need help in finding, at the very least, his body. And if you were... Um, attacked by the uh, zealots, uh, that would be a good place to start looking, and perhaps you can get your own revenge for uh, what they did in ambushing your uh, group in Inverary. Hmm. As uh, Alexi sort of um, ponders that, says, uh, Of course I will help you find your father, if indeed he is alive. Uh, but... He is. Revenge. He is. Uh, well, yes, of course, but uh, revenge. Uh, I do not seek revenge. Uh, these people, uh, some of them are good people. Uh, looking for... Zealots uh, are not good people. Uh, well, <laughs> maybe misled. Uh, but besides the point, I will help you. Fantastic. How much do you want up front? Uh, and then, uh, Alexi just sort of pulls up a chair. Uh, and this is kind of like a look that we haven't really seen on Alexi as he pulls up a chair and sits down and, uh, sort of crosses his legs and just says, uh, and just says like, I'm willing to negotiate. <laughs> I'll, um, pay for your room and board here until we depart. Any food you want, um, any supplies that are pertinent to the mission and, um, Heck, I guarantee you uh, $10 when this is all done. Uh, Maybe more, Ale depending on how long it takes. Alexi ponders for a moment. You see him really earnestly pondering <clears throat> as he goes, uh, <laughs> stroking his chin. <laughs> leaving leaving a, a lingering amount of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Marixa is growing impatient as she kind of shifts her weight. Uh, and you can tell that her appearing strong and trying to appear sober is kind of like it has a time limit. Uh, as he just sort of uh, stands up and says, uh, deal. Excellent. How soon can we leave? Uh, but Fenrir, we uh, cut to you, uh, you and Fennec in a tree, you know, uh, perhaps at this point, <laughs> unknown uh, exact location. But uh, yeah, what does that scene look like or any action uh, there? I'm going to need someone to jump in and play Fennec for me. Jonathan? I, mean, I think John does a pretty yeah. great Fennec, so that'd be my vote okay. personally. Yep. Um, so yeah, we cut to Fenrir sitting in this tree, kind of like muttering to herself and like looking around the sky the uh the sky so she should be able to see skyline and um she's just kind of m whispering like oh, we're so close so close maybe maybe this time it's actually gonna happen maybe this time it'll actually work and she looks at fennec who's squeaking at her and she says don't don't say that it it'll work this time it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like the first time yes yes it will <laughs> 
<laughs> what a choice. <laughs> Only when Fennec and Fenrir oh, are alone together. Fenrir pushes Fennec out of the tree in a panic. Just no, no, loses no. it. Fennec no. dies. Oh my god, that's awesome. Oh no! <laughs> yes, my child. Yeah. Look at the yes. voice. <laughs> so that was so Bring great. my body back from the grave. Oh, no, no We shall be reunited as one once again. I'm weirdly soon, aroused soon, and I don't know how to soon. feel about it. You're making you little oh, foxhole. Dude, you just ruined Fennec for me. I love it. Ruined him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fennec um, makes various squeaking sounds. Uh, and Fenriel just kind of like shoots him a look and goes, like, you're one to talk. You don't know what it's like to live with this. And she is cradling her blackened hand, just like, you know, looking at it and glaring in between, kind of like looking out around. And she's obviously checking the sky for the the sky whale. Uh, yeah, uh, make, a, make a luck roll. Sky whale? Sky yeah, or whale. the bellows beard. Um, and also, I don't think it's been approached to Sinya yet, but Sinya, you know what a be- bellows beard is, as it was established uh, in your office at Romp. There's a picture of a bellows beard, which is kind of like a floating castle, but it's like a floating turtle or organism. It's about a lake uh, in diameter. Um, it's kind of like a, a jellyfish of a jellyfish could uh, fly in the atmosphere. Oh, I don't like that. That's not a whale. That's a, f- that's a jellyfish, and they're terrifying. Mm. Well, it's less like it's more in the behavior of a jellyfish. They don't they're not like translucent or uh, that kind of thing. All right. I found a D20. Perfect. Okay. Roll Please the D20, kind. my child. Phoenix, stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird when you use your big boy voice. <laughs> your big boy. Oh That's your big boy voice. <laughs> Very dragon prince to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shoot. Sorry, I rolled it. Oh. <laughs> Fifteen. You can see it, um, and it's uh, fairly close. Not like startlingly close. It doesn't like warp speed in just above you. Like, bam! It's not like <laughs> foam like Borg ships. Exactly. Uh, no, but you know, Thousand Islands area, which is where you are. It's presumably above a lake, uh, and it's present. It it kind of looks like uh, at 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 a glance, it almost looks like a mountain. Uh, just like at the peak of a mountain. But then you, you know, uh, after a second, you look at it and it looks like a uh, a flying turtle shell with like a biome on top of it and like tendrils that kind of wave uh, very slowly, almost like clouds in the distance um, that it almost looks like it's part of the landscape. But uh, you can see the sky whale. It's, it's right there. Uh, side note, just realized was not doing the accent whatsoever in any of those lines yeah. <laughs> she, that's okay i missed fake. it too um <laughs> anyway um, it's a woodland accent you know that's just a when you're in a tree it reacts differently yeah <laughs> up here the oxygen's different um but then she like spots it and she's staring at it and she just without even looking at fennec she just goes that's our ticket that thing's got silver loads of it it's worth the risk. <laughs> she just looks at him. Don't. You're not to use those words. That's a horrible thing to call someone. I I don't really trust in ye either, but 
We need to travel together if we're going to make this happen. The others seem fine. You seem to like the big one. <laughs> Regardless, we can't get attached. You know what happened last time. We're not doing that again. I know. Me too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, presumably within the next hour, uh, it would be relatively easy. It kind of dependent on Fenril, Fenril, when you're kind of resolute uh, to kind of go back to the rest of the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where, do you, where do you think the group, would like, the group would like to talk? Like by the car, inside Wilma's place, somewhere else? I say the cornerstone so we can have some drinks. Sure. Yeah, as you just find a, a table yeah. uh, in the bar-like area uh, that is pretty away from everyone. The, the next scene is just the, uh, you know, uh, the... Well, six of you, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're, you know, assuming Sarah is there, or maybe she's not. Should Sarah and Fennec be playing outside while we have? That could happen. Conversations. Sure. Yeah. Great. So just the four of you then. Throw the ball to me, Sarah. Throw the ball. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! And Sarah's like, "Finally, we are alone, and we can talk together." <laughs> is that Sarah? <laughs> he has a different voice. Yeah, yes. Sarah's a witch. God. My true form. Uh, No, I'm also distracting. (laughs) It's the four of you inside the cornerstone with relative uh, privacy. How's everyone doing? Fenrir, where were you at? You were were gone for a while, eh? I was in a tree. Yep, that tracks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, listen, I was talking to Sinyi, and um, uh, you guys think maybe we should move on or... And Alexi's just sort of confused um, and looks to uh, looks to Jonas and says, "But what about the hunting party?" Yeah, I, I I think we should stay for at least a little bit for the hunt. I'm interested to see what kind of resources we can get from that floating jellyfish. There are some people after Jonas. Uh, Alexi just sort of looks at Sinyi and says, "Um." Yes. Uh, have you heard anything? Seen anything? Wait, what are you talking about? The Catalyst. There's this group called the Actual Ones, and they have persons of interest on their list. And I think, I mean, you all know, Jonas is, you know, kind of trying not to be found. Why? Are you a Catalyst? <laughs> No, no. no. Alexi's a catalyst. It's true. So then why are they chasing you, Jonas? They're not chasing me, they're chasing Sarah. Well, both. Probably. And Alexi just sort of cuts in. No, drop your face. Yeah, Fenriel just like (laughs) just drop my face. (laughs) Fenriel's face just kind of drops because she'd never considered that Sarah was a catalyst. They'd never talked about it with her in her presence. And Alexi just sort of cuts in and just sort of says like if it's true that there are people close to us that they are coming here for her there might be strength in numbers. It might be best for us to stay here. I mean, admittedly not all of them are a great shot, but 
Especially that, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Come on, what's his uh, name? Winchester. Uh, no, Wh- Willoughby. 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 That's what Willoughby. it is. That guy sucks. You hear you hear a couple shots in the background. Ow! I was gonna I was gonna say because of like how many shots would you give Willoughby? Of just Willoughby's in the background, like thanking Pete at the bar, and he goes to take his glass and it drops off the bar and it falls. He's like, oh man. And the whole bar just goes, Willoughby. Aw <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. Freeze frame credits. Yeah, and that's that. Womp womp. Louisa plays all of these wonderful little like goon yeah. characters and it's the best. It's so good. Yeah. I love goons. At this moment, uh, Marixa uh, strides past the table uh, looking at you, uh, Lexi. Uh, Marixa uh, seems to have sobered up um, and uh, has like a, a coat on and like uh, definitely like a bow and arrows. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, just seems like kitted with a backpack as well as uh, she says. Alexei, it's time. Uh, as he stands up and says, um, so we've come to a decision. We're staying as he's uh, putting on his jacket, I guess. Okay, but I'm not going hunting. Uh, as Alexei says, uh, you will uh, do as you see fit. Uh, I will be back shortly. And just before that, um, Fenriel puts her hand on Alexei as he's getting up to leave and just says, are you sure about this? Alexi's just sort of confused, uh, looks back and just says, uh, of course, uh, I'll be back before you know it. And then he like kind of like scratches uh, Fennec under the chin. Marixa uh, just kind of strides uh, towards like the west and uh, it's clear to you Alexei that uh, she's not making conversation right now but striding with purpose uh, towards the wilderness uh, and Vikram is out there he is drinking um, as just says wait Marix Alexei where are you going oh um, I'm going on a, a small errand with Marixa here but I'll be back for the hunt I kind of uh, chuckles and looks down. Rix is not giving him the time of day. This is like, I'm not sure if you're... Okay, just make sure you're back here by tomorrow night. It would be really good to have an enforcer like you on the team. All right? Uh, and Alexi just sort of uh, waves and says, I'll be back. So he kind of like uh, smiles and turns back to the rest of the group of people that he's talking to. Being like, oh, that spells trouble. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, so he kind of uh, chuckles and uh, sure his drink there. Camera goes to Sarah quick, and and she's kind of like half-heartedly playing ball with uh, Fennec. I think she's like she's still holding the gun that Jonas gave her, looking down. She's still. I'm, I'm gonna say it's like you haven't seen much of her because she's been pensive and thinking, and is like just kind of sitting there, kind of half-heartedly playing and. Looking down at the gun given to her, she's just, you can see that there's like the, the cogs and the wheels are still going on. And there's like like words that Fenrir has said to her are still kind of crunching through her head a bit. And she looks up and she sees, uh, uh, she sees Alexi and, um, uh, sorry, what was the, 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 uh, the woman's name that Alexi? Uh, Marixa. Marixa. Marixa and Alexi leaving. And she looks up, she looks down at the gun looks back up at Alexi and looks into the window to see her dad conversing with uh, Sinyi and 
uh, Fenrir, and she gets up and she starts to sneakily follow Alexi. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add a little bit of spice to it. A little bit of spice. So yeah, that's what she does. Sarah, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Not getting my picture this episode. And, and but uh, Christy, I want to leave it up to you how Fennec reacts to this. If he's like, oh, I better go tell Fenrir or whatever. So I'm just gonna let that let that be a you thing. I could see him scratching at a window, being like. <laughs> Because two of his favorite people have just left. Nice. And unless uh, if, unless there's any other final scenes, I will need a uh, group luck roll. But I think this is most pertinent to the fate of Stefan, but also by way of uh, Louisa, your characters rather, not your fate as people, sorry. Um, uh, so, you know, I think this should probably fall on either Louisa or Stefan's uh, hands, uh, but a pretty important luck roll. You want it to be me? I rolled a four last time. You got it. You got it. Okay, I'll do this again. All right. <laughs> Ten. Okay. Okay. We see uh, some, uh, you know, kind of a, a shot where it's unsure of the location, but we see, uh, you know, some uh, uniform people lining up next to a couple of uh, vehicles. Uh, and then we follow a figure who is uh, walking uh, along them, almost like, you know, directing a military unit. And this figure has a uh, poncho, uh, has a new bow across their uh, back. uh, And you can see half of their face is cybernetic. As they say, ladies and gentlemen, turns around as we can recognize Havoc uh, looking along uh, his uh, assembled uh, people here. The hunt begins. (laughs) <laughs> as you see a crooked smile uh, just kind of go on Havoc's face as the uh, three vehicles uh, start to accelerate and go down a road. Wait, wait, wait. Fenrir would want to be with them if it was the hunt for... Oh, sorry. It's it's different. It's a different character. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was like, what? Before. That's okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> no. And then Fenrir's in the back. Go ruin your... <laughs> just rip through. I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, hey. <laughs> but no, sorry, I ruined that beautiful moment you had with my terror. But that was awesome. No. It's fine, Christy. Begins. It's fine. It's fine. Oh no. Sign is a tabletop role-playing game created by Jason Ox and myself, Julian Frid. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and is edited and produced by Julian Frid, featuring myself. As the handler, Jonathan Sconza as Alexi, Louisa Zhu as Sinyi, Stefan Till as Jonas, and Christy Bolton as Fenriel. Opening theme by Justin Malecki, with additional tracks created and performed by Justin Malecki, Julian Frid, and Liam O'Doherty. To learn more about Sign, visit signuniverse.com and join our mailing list for news about our upcoming sourcebook on Kickstarter. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the sign universe all one word you can also find sign adventures and other media on our youtube channel sign is a part of the fable and folly podcast network with recording provided by zencaster if you like what you hear please do like share and subscribe but most importantly thank you for listening The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
where am I? Welcome to Desert Skies, Traveler. Your journey through the physical plane has come to an end. I am the attendant. My colleague here is the mechanic. Yo! This is your last stop on your way to the great beyond. It's our job to make sure you're prepared for the ride. Now, before hitting the road, we have an impressive selection of over 34 varieties of microwavable burritos. Um, what, what, what's going on? There's gotta be a better afterlife than this. I mean, come on! Uh, that's offensive. Something seems to be wrong with me. You left something major undone. I have a life outside of this gas station, you know. You quite literally do not. Any hobbies? Nope. Ever travel? Nope. Love interests? Are you kidding? Oh my god. You're like the human version of a plain bagel. Cash register. How can I help you, attendant? Play some music? You got it. It's kind of funny, though. What I needed wasn't back there. It was here, waiting for me. I wonder what it feels like, Mac, to miss the physical plane, the people, you left behind? You know, I had a wife who died three years ago. Wish I could go back. No, you don't need to go back. You just need to be here. And a new traveler approaches. Ready, team? Ready. Good. Let's do this. Find Desert Skies wherever you listen to podcasts.